Hey everyone, this is J-Rod here for DWZ Podcast with J-Rod. The leader of his own very own podcast on professional wrestling, such as AEW, NXT, New Japan, and so on and so on. Uh, first things first, I want to say I'm really sorry guys that I haven't posted any new content on the podcast. I was completely been focused on the YouTube channel. Um, as you know, things have changed since starting last um, March with the pandemic um that's something that let's start from there like what's been happening with the wrestling world ever since the pandemic happened uh i know a lot of um independent shows had to shut down they haven't been done it's kind of like somewhat of its stink at this point um as you know i'm from san diego california and originally i was planning to go to a a show called the Level Up Showcase is a wrestling school out here run by B-Boy and they canceled it. I already made plans to go see SoCal Pro. Tessa Blanchard was going to be there. But the pandemic kind of uh, threw us off, you know, and that kind of changed a lot. I think many people didn't think, oh, it's going to come become more effective, but it was getting worse and worse. Uh, and then later we've been seeing um, a lot of the promotions such as AEW and WWE, they've been doing um, mostly shows that are uh, no crowds. Um, but I'll get to that in a bit. But the biggest talk that happened like this past April, what early April, was uh, WrestleMania 36. Um, as you know, Florida was amongst the few states that was hit hard by the pandemic. And the city officials of Tampa were planning to shut down uh, WrestleMania 36, if WWE didn't do a thing about it, they were more concerned about the health and safety of every citizen and people that were already coming to WrestleMania 36. And, of course, WWE made the decision that, okay, we're not going to shut down WrestleMania 36. They're just going to move it to the Performance Center. So they had the Performance Center as their place, but no crowds. It was very small. But I want to bring my opinion on that a little bit, um, just so you guys can understand what's what I thought about it. I thought there's too much space that they put in WrestleMania 36, like too much um, openness from what I can see. If you're planning to have a show with no crowds, I give props to AEW and currently Impact Wrestling where they had no fans whatsoever and that kind of um gave me a better perspective of what was happening because i didn't expect that was going to be possible but it did um but wwe has a lot of space and it's, it felt too much but there's another uh, show wrestling show that kind of got my attention this one was done by another new a news outlet out of the uk uh called wrestle talk they recently did a show with no and theirs was perfect i have to say their setup was way better than than all the ones we've seen like wwe aw uh but recently there has been uh pr promotions like triple a they had no crowds and um they had to shut down many of their events like for example uh, they were supposed to have Rey de Reyes, which stands for, in translation, King of Kings. That's like a kind of like King of the Ring kind of tournament type, you know? And that's what happened. And the winner gets a sword instead of a crown. 
which is like a king's sword or something. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen one of those. And, of course, New Japan Pro Wrestling had to shut down a lot of their... Cancel a lot of their events. First, it was Dodaku Wrestling. Um, what other ones? They just recently announced um, they are canceling the best of the Super Juniors. Oh, yeah, and they also canceled... Um, what was it? Uh, not best... Oh, yeah, the New Japan Cup. Yeah. That they had to cancel, too. There were a lot of wrestling events that had to be shut down, like canceled down. But recently in Japan, I just heard um, Pro Wrestling Noah continually um, move forward. Now, I'm assuming they didn't have any guests or just smaller guests. Um, they had their global tag league tournament, which is kind of like their version of World Tag League in New Japan. And they, the winners for this particular um, tag team tournament was Rene Dupree, if you guys remember from WWE, and Hijo de Dr. Wagner Jr. <coughs> they became the crowning Global Tag League champions. But automatically, that gave them the opportunity to go forward for the... Um, what was it? The Honor Crown... No, the... Global Honor Crown Tag Team Championships. And they won those from um, Marifuji and Mozuchiko, another wrestler who originally works with um, Dragon Gate. So some promotions in Japan are trying to continue staying afloat. But all but New Japan is the only one. New Japan, if you all know this, is one of the largest pro uh, Japanese promotions in all of Japan. <coughs> Excuse me, but they haven't done anything so far. I know that um, they're throwing a lot of videos on their um, what was it? Uh, on demand, New Japan World. But yeah, and as you all know, all this was happening. But the biggest shocker dates back April fifteenth, if you all recall. It's been na named as the darkest day in wrestling, where WWE made a decision to release 30 plus employees. That includes wrestlers, uh, referees, producers, other staff in the company. And I know a lot of fans are not too happy with some of the wrestlers that they, how do I say, they released. And it's, it's because right now they're facing cuts here now. The reason this is happening was because right now they're losing money. Uh, if you recall, last quarter of 2019, they lost billions of dollars. And they don't want that to happen right now. They're trying to stay afloat or whatever the, the scenario is. But it's been very hefty. And a lot of wrestlers were... Um, some of them were sad, but... There are some wrestlers at this point that I know of that are currently ha um, that I know that has been happy that she was released, and that was Diana Pizarro, the Virtuosa. Now, the reason I bring her up was because she has been asking to be released for almost a few months. She's been not happy. She even mentioned this on Fightful Wrestling. You can see the video of her making a podcast appearance after she got released. That she felt that WWE were not utilizing her enough. You know, they it, originally she was picked up right 
before she even got, uh, went on to All In, the the super indie show that was produced by both Cody and the Bucks. And she explained what really was happening. They, uh, you know, but I will say that I don't know if WWE has been shady with wrestlers that they are trying to recruit. I don't know. Uh, just recently, um, I know there's some wrestlers are trying to figure out what's the next step because there are some of the wrestlers that uh, have been talked about that could be potentially going to AEW or other promotions such as Impact or NWA. NWA currently are not doing any shows. We're not sure when they would return. They originally were supposed to have the Crockett Cup last month, but it got suspended. And we don't know when NWA will return to uh, to do operations. We do know Impact has been doing some shows without crowds as well. I don't know if NWA are thinking the same thing or whatever. But hopefully things turn back to normal soon or maybe so. But we'll just wait and see what's been happening. So um, hope you guys can catch up. I will promise you guys we'll... Throw in some content as possible. I'm working on a on uh, this thing called the Japanese Wrestling Edition. I will put it out first on YouTube. It's going to be three parts. Uh, some of the uh, topics are very interesting. I'm not going to reveal it right now on the on the podcast. It's a surprise. So hope you guys enjoy your day, and I must bid all of you adieu. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Goodbye. Mwah. And have a nice day. Bang!